Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So today, as we come together as children of God, maybe you have no reason why you should be rejoicing because you kind of equate rejoicing to a happening of something good that might have happened to you. I believe you have heard me say before that happiness happens but joy has happened already. We are able to rejoice because of who we know and who we have. So it doesn't matter what we go through in life, we can still rejoice. I'm going to be speaking a message I've titled, Hang On to Faith. If you don't need this message, hang on to faith today, you will need it later. So keep it in your account. Hang on to faith. Turn your Bibles with me, please, to the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews, chapter 4. And let us look at it from the New International Version, which I am reading the New International Version, which I am using really, from verse 14. The Bible says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. Because we have Jesus Christ as our high priest who has gone to heaven, let us hold firmly, steadfastly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with us with our weaknesses but we have a high priest who has been tempted in every way just as we are yet he did not sin let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 10. Can he go there with me? Hebrews chapter 10 and from verse 11 it says day after day every priest stands and performs his religious duties again and again he offers the same sacrifices. I like to take that again so I get the punctuations right. Day after day, 
every priest stands and performs his religious duties. Again and again he offers the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But when this priest, talking now about our high priest who we read about in chapter 4, when this priest, our high priest, had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. And since that time, he waits for his enemies to be made his footstool. Hang on to faith. I am going back to chapter 4. Chapter 4. The verse 14 which we read started with a therefore. It means that there is something there before the 14. So the segment that ended before verse 14, the Bible says there's nothing hidden in the eyes of God, nothing. And right now, wherever you are, the Bible says in Psalm 139, where can I go to hide from your presence? Where? When I go under the sea, you are there. There is nowhere that you are. Probably your heart is under the sea. Your mind is tormented. It's like a weight is sitting on your mind. And the mind is confused. And God is saying, there's nothing that is hidden from the eyes of God. Therefore, and the therefore is telling us that because Jesus is your high priest, Wherever you are and whatever you are going through, he is able to see you there. But as a high priest, not only is he looking at you, but he's working on your behalf. As a high priest. As a high priest. He has made a one-time sacrifice. You don't need to bring a sheep or a goat as the priest in the old ordinance or the old covenant. Every day there was a sacrifice of some animal for the sins of the people. Your sin, my sin. If you were living in that dispensation, that era, that time, it meant that when you thought evil of someone, when you could not forgive someone, when you kill someone, when you abuse someone, you stole something, you prostituted. Remember prostitutes were stoned. You armed robbed, stole somebody's animal. It meant that you are living life constantly with sin weighing your mind. And therefore you must always take an animal, whatever the prescription for that sin is, to the priest and daily the priest will have to work hard slaughtering that animal and yet the bible says even though they were killing those animals and making sacrifices for the sins of the people those sacrifices could not take away the guilt of their sins but the bible now tells us that jesus christ made one sacrifice and it was enough because he was the perfect lamb of god the perfect Lamb of God. He who knew no sin gave himself for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son for me, 
for you so that your sin will be pardoned it will be atoned for it will be wiped off it will not be remembered again in fact he forgave my sin carry forward if I am to sin today by being ugly towards you by not being loving to you if I were to sin the same sacrifice Christ made has gone ahead of me it went ahead of me when Jesus hung on the cross and he said father forgive them for they do not know what they have done you don't know being a teacher of the word of God even though I'm shortly preaching this word I want you to take note of something the writer of the book of Hebrews exalted the word of God when you read chapter 1 he said the word of God is so powerful in the face of the word of God and the word of God is God nothing is hidden so throughout the book of Hebrews the writer is calling us to faith remember I said hang on to faith he's calling every human being that shall ever exist in particular this letter or this book was written to the Jewish people and maybe they were going through hard times believing that Jesus Christ is truly the Messiah in fact it was for that reason they were looking for a Messiah who will come with affluence come on a white horse in fact they were not wrong because when you read Revelation Jesus shall come as the king of kings riding a white horse so they are looking at this grand person unfortunately they miss the ways of God because as you are sitting in church you may be looking at yourself as little but do not despise your little beginnings do not look down on your small beginnings you will be looking at your at your situation as hopeless may i tell you that god is always interested in lifting people up from the ash heap from the dustbin to the top of the everest so that your story can be sweet if you, he picked you from mountain to mountain you have no story but if you were lifted from the pit and your feet are planted on a high place then it can be seen that only God can do this only God so in the book of Hebrews the Jewish people the Hebrews they were wondering they have come to faith in Jesus Christ but it was tough and maybe as they were being persecuted as they were going through hard times they were wondering where is God did we believe in the right Messiah so the writer is writing and reminding them don't be like your forefathers like your ancestors I gave them promise after promise my word is so powerful but they could not believe it when they go through trying times they said they will go back to Egypt they saw the promised land they said there were giants in it maybe there are giants in your land you are seeing giants which are stopping you from entering into what you know is your divine purpose and God is saying okay they could not take the land why because they couldn't believe remember the high priest the Bible says the high priest is able to identify with our weaknesses. 
verse 15 for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize empathize with our weaknesses but we have a high priest who has been tempted in every way I believe that what the Bible is talking about is connected to faith because when you study the whole of Hebrews the call is believe the word he said yesterday to God said today today believe in me today hold on to my word last year God said today he said it has been written today when you hear his voice do not harden your heart today last week he told you today yesterday he told you today he said today my daughter where are you going don't go that way stand at the crossroad and ask which is the right way and walk in the right way the right way is narrow the wrong way is broad don't go there you know what as the author was writing by the power of the Holy Spirit and pointing to the word of God he's saying today don't walk in unbelief unbelief is the sin that God was talking about in the book of Hebrews unbelief unbelief is that the heart of every sin we see we are able to believe because we are afraid we are afraid because we don't trust that God is able that God is able God is able to wipe away your tears God is able to strengthen you in your weakness. You think you need somebody to come and fight that battle for you. You think you need a lawyer in court to help you and you don't have money to pay the lawyer. So you are going somewhere to see some soothsayer who will help you. But God says, I am your advocate. I am your lawyer. Which lawyer can be better than me? Jesus, the Holy Spirit is called our advocate. Advocate. You know the reason we cannot believe? We cannot believe because we don't see him with our eyes. We don't see him. So when he's saying, hang on, I will provide for you. You said, I waited and I keep waiting. There's a woman in the book of Second Kings. She lost her, her husband. The husband was gone. They are coming for her children. At that time, what will you do? You panic. You panic. A compassionate woman losing her children you panic and you are waiting you have prayed you have fasted but where is God when I did I needed him the most he's nowhere to be found could that be your story at the heart of our own belief is all the things we fear all the things we are anxious about what we will eat in nothing be anxious but in all things by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known to God you said you've been making the request for so long where is God where is God when I want to marry and my age is counting and people are asking I hear people who say I'm being advised just go and have thy child out of wedlock you know why the sin that we see is when we can't trust God. I didn't say it. It's in the Bible. And it's spelled throughout the Bible. And God is saying, Jesus Christ, your high priest, my high priest. Is he your high priest? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That anyone who believes in him, are you a believer?
believer if you are a believer he has become your high priest if he has become your high priest he knows your weakness he sees the tears he sees the torment he sees the fear he sees that indeed things are chasing you and your mind is racing and your heart is broken he sees when you are turning and tossing on your bed and you cannot sleep and today this very day when you hear the word Jesus is telling you today is the day of salvation today is the day that he's standing at the back of your house door and he's knocking and telling you there's hope for the future it may look like you are feeling hopeless right now but with God every hopelessness shall be cancelled and you will see a mountain of hope ahead of you hallelujah with God with God God gives hope he helps the helpless he helps the helpless when you go to Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5 thereabouts he says it is written that I will never leave you and I will never forsake you he's quoting the Holy Spirit was speaking his word he says out of the mouth of two or three shall my word be established he's quoting that word from Deuteronomy chapter 31 be strong this day God is saying to you my sister my brother are you weak somewhere your high priest is able to identify with the weakness that will cause you to lose your faith and that faith is what God is calling sin when you turn your back on God because something is making you afraid because pain is in your heart because it's hopeless to you when you turn your back and say let me try something small and you make the church just a cover-up and make up like how all the ladies we are in makeup if you make the church and make up God says I want you to hold on to me I want you to hang on to faith I want you not to be discouraged in Deuteronomy chapter 31 he said be courageous be strong and be courageous have I not said I will never leave you and God is saying to someone today I will never leave you I want you to touch your chest by faith touching your own spirit man and said God said I will never leave you I will never forsake you oh say it again never will he leave me never will he forsake me say it again never <laughs> it's something i've been saying for the last two weeks never and when i say it i cannot feel the presence but you don't have to feel anything to know that what he said is the truth never will i leave you never will i forsake you it seems you are delaying in life your high priest said he has made a one-time sacrifice for you an all-time sacrifice an all-time sacrifice and that sacrifice propels you to the presence of god where you can stand you can stand what are you carrying your high priest has gone ahead of you is your heart butchered by some trouble some trouble is tormenting you for the last few weeks as a church we have gone through some things as pastors we are going through some things when the pain of death comes to us to you to me it's not for one man can you trust your high priest that he knows what he's doing 
he knows what he is doing can you hang on to your faith even in the face of death can you hang on can you still hold on to your faith hang on to your faith it doesn't matter what you face hang on to your faith remember that at the heart of sin is faithlessness therefore let's look at the last verse in the scripture I'm dealing with verse number Sixteen. What should you do if you are supposed to hang on? Hang on to what? How? This is what the Bible says. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence. God says you are going through some weakness. How to get faith is that come to me. Come to me, God. Don't look at your uncle. Don't look at your auntie. Don't look at your church. Don't look at your benefactor. Don't look at those who you think can help you. He says, approach the throne of grace. With how? Confidence. Confidence. When fear comes, you lose your confidence. When something is worrying you, you lose your confidence. When you have pain, you lose your confidence. When you don't have money, see a poor man. And look at a rich man. A rich fool, once they have money in their pockets, they walk with chest out. And a wise man who is poor, they walk with heads down. But God said it doesn't matter where you are at. Lift up your eyes to the hills from where your help will come from. Your help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Your high priest, he never sleeps and he never slumbers. Hallelujah. I say your high priest, he never sleeps, he never slumbers. Therefore hang on to faith. He said approach the throne of grace with confidence, with confidence. What will you get from there? He says, so that when you get to the presence of God, His mercies are new every morning. They are new every morning. New every morning. Great is thy faithfulness, O Lord. Great is thy faith for it says when you approach him with confidence. This is the confidence that we have in Christ. That when we ask him anything, anything, when the tears are rolling, he has given you the Holy Spirit. But when your tears are rolling, death hurts. When your tears are flowing, church, all of us feel when not one of our own is taken away, but they are at a better place, a better place. And your tears may be rolling, but God's mercy is reaching out to you because he's our high priest. He has done it all. He has paid the price and he has given us the Holy Spirit so that when your tears is rolling, and many of us we cry. Not because somebody died, but because our hearts are dead. We are tired. We are tired of fighting. You know what happens? Pray for your pastors. I told you that before. When you are going through something, we go through it more. 
that's the heart of a shepherd. And being a female pastor, I go through it worse. It hurts. And at the same time, I must be strong. I must tell you that you can go through this. And some of you take it lightly. You think, oh, as for pastor, she doesn't feel anything at all. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay for you to think what you want to think. It's okay. It's between me and God. But you know something. When something is dead in your life, God has given you an advocate. God has given you a comforter. God has given you a helper in your time of mourning, in your time of trials, in your time of hopelessness. He said, when you approach him, you will find mercy in your time of need. What is your need? May you receive mercy. May you receive comfort. May you receive strength. May you receive favor. Today, whatever is confronting you, may you receive the presence of God. May you receive the strength of God. May you receive the goodness of God. Today, 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 not tomorrow, today. And receive a lifetime of God's favor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.